0: You are now listening to the Film Frequency Podcast, hosted by your professionally unprofessional film critics, the Film Bros. What's going on, film family? We are back for another episode of the Film Frequency Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, aka the Content King, aka the Dad by God, and I am joined By my brother, the prodigal one. He doesn't have as many AKAs as I do, but he's still dope as shit. What's going on, JB?
1: What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, film families? I don't have as many AKAs, but hey, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) It actually That that kind of rhymed.
0: (laughs) Fair enough, bro. So we are here this week. We will be reviewing the Autopsy of Jane Doe, but before we get into that, we got to get into some of the news uh, from this week. The first one, because I know this is one of your favorite PlayStation games, of all fucking time we got a first look at um tom holland as nathan drake now they're going a younger version of the character but what did you think about just this this shot of him as nathan drake
1: immediately i got hyped somebody actually on our on our uh uh, film frequency uh facebook group somebody posted it and without even reading the caption I just knew this is Uncharted because it, it you could just tell it's Nathan Drake just by the atmosphere, yeah. by the way he's dressed. And, I, yeah, uh, you know, Uncharted is my second favorite gaming franchise ever, right behind uh, GTA. So I've been waiting forever for this. They have on YouTube, I don't know if you've seen it, they have a, fa- a film that's made by a fan or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's about 20 minutes or so, which is really good. But I've been waiting for, like, a live, you know, action release and, I think with Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, I can't behind that. I want to see who plays um, Sully and, and, you know, some of the other main parts.
0: They said it already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've seen. That was one of the first shots we got. Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully, which is crazy because he was originally supposed to. That's how long it's taken for them to make this movie. He was originally supposed to play Nathan Drake. Now he's playing Sully. So
1: i don't i think i would have probably preferred him as nathan drake and the thing is like sully to me is like supposed to be like an older character are they gonna mm-hmm. just make him like an older person well no what they're doing
0: if you notice with tom holland tom holland's way younger than what nathan drake has been depicted as what i think what i personally think that they're doing is that they have a plan to make this a franchise so i, think, I hope so so if you remember the very last uncharted move uh game we got a lot of young Nathan Drake. We actually went back and played as young Nathan Drake. So I think that this story may over overlap with that in the first video game. And then what they're doing is they're because they want to keep these guys in these roles for so long that they cast them younger. Because let's say by some chance we get three movies over 10 years or three movies over five or six years. By the end of that, it'll be more, more like cause Tom Holland, I think, is only like 23 so yeah he's he's super young Yeah, super young so they got some time and they got it when you if if they have in mind an overarching story and actually have it plotted out not one of these things where we're just gonna see what sticks and the next sequel may be completely different you can really tell the story of a young nathan drake all the way into maybe mid-30s nathan drake and it can it can feel legit
1: maybe this is going to be their indiana jones so Uh, it's so fucking ridiculous (laughs) I was waiting for you to finish so I could say this is going to be like your kids generation of Indiana Jones exactly. And um with the with the success the game has had, I really do think if it's done right, I do really think that um they're going to have success. The one thing that should be done is they should figure out a way to either re-release or something to coincide with the gaming side. I know they don't they haven't made they made a new um, uncharted but it had nothing to do with Nathan Drake. Mm. But they should figure out a way to like just something to kind of coincide with it to kind of remind people. Cause remember Uncharted, a new Uncharted hasn't come out in how many years has it been? So just kind of to get those gaming people, you know, cause the gaming people, the ones that play the games, they're going to be the first ones in line to come watch the movie. Cause they're the ones that are invested in the character, invested in the storylines. Well,
0: I think that's one thing that we man. that we've, that we noticed is that studios can't, that's not going to make a successful movie though. Even if every no. person who bought the game shows up, it's not going to be so. They have to make it more broad. That may be why we're seeing a younger version. People love Tom Holland as Peter Parker and Spider Man, so them casting him young is an entryway for people who don't know. And I, I honestly wouldn't mind them because this is this is like it's it's basically Tomb Raider, it's Indiana Jones. Like you can yes. tell any type of story with this, and it not necessarily have to align itself with the video games. And I hope that they do Agreed. it in a way that's going to bring in other people, like. We, we've seen the hell there's another indiana jones movie being made now like people are looking for that, like there's a, a gap for that and this can be a modern day version of that of a story like that and i think people can really really uh show up for it so hopefully it does well off topic but who are they trying to cast as indiana jones by the way it's Indiana? No, no, no. Harrison Ford's coming back. You've yeah. got to be joking. No, no, it's not a reboot at all. No, Harrison Ford is coming back. It's, it's a secret. So he's gonna be
1: like 70 years old? Indiana yeah. Indiana Jones? <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> These reboots get out of hand, bro.
0: <laughs> well, we'll talk about another reboot while we're on it. Uh, Well, this, so, Evil Dead, right? Evil Dead 2013, I believe is when it came out. Has it been that long?
1: Yeah, it, it's definitely been over five years,
0: 100%. So, so that, I've said, that's one of my favorite horror movies of the last decade if not the favorite right Agreed. and they, they did such a great job with set telling evil dead and making it horror again it was pure horror they they cut out the laughs all that it was a great thing and we heard Fetty alvarez wanted to do a sequel at one point but then he got into the whole don't breathe thing which is his own franchise so i can understand why he'd want to focus on that because he owns that but they're rebooting evil dead once again and they're actually... And this this is where it pisses me off. I don't know if you read the description. They're going with a female hero again that's going to be fighting Deadites. Why couldn't this be a sequel to the 2013 Evil Dead and you bring back that character who is... a. Am- I love the main character in the, in the Evil Dead reboot. What do you think about this, JB?
1: Yeah, you know what? Now that you're saying this, I'm pretty positive we discussed this before. Um, maybe not into great length, but I remember you telling me that the lead is going to be a female. It's gonna be interesting to see. I have no problem with it, you know, with it being a female, and you know, it'll. It, as we mentioned, with so many movies coming out, it all depends on how it's done. I hope it's not too corny. Um, but we've gotten really good things from Evil Dead, the, the franchise as a whole. Obviously, the the reboot is one of you you and I's favorite movies, but just the whole franchise as a whole, mm. I think they've done a good job on it. So I I'm interested to see it, and you know, Freddy Alvarez, the Don't Breathe, uh, while while Part Two wasn't that. Great part one was amazing, so we know he can do great work. So we'll see what comes out of it. What's not so Fetty Alvarez is not doing this. Oh, he's not doing this, yeah. That's what
0: I'm saying. It's a new who's the director? director. Lee Cronin is the director. Um, I don't even know who that is. I nothing rings a bell. Is his debut? no, it doesn't say it's his debut, Um, but it doesn't mean that it's, I haven't seen some of his work. It's just his name doesn't. But the thing is that they're ditching the whole cabin in the woods setting. So this is going to be, they said, an urban setting. So they're going to be fighting urban deadites. So I guess in that sense, it is a reboot. But I still still parts of me think that this could have been a you could have just made a sequel and brought back. People love that movie, but I, I guess it's been seven years. So I guess I understand it, but still, it's just like, come on, man.
1: Come on. I do like the idea of coming out of the cabin in the woods woods thing is so overdone, not only with with this franchise just so th- almost like so many horror movies has that camera i can name like 20 movies in 10 seconds that have that same sort of setting so it's cool that they're gonna go with something different yeah for sure yeah
0: no i mean i i like that it is something and more modern it's it's like what Ramy uh sam Ramy did with evil dead three army of darkness whichever one that was when he went back in medieval times like you you, you can only stay and after the movie cabin in the woods came out where they basically parried the cabin in the woods story I, I I can I can understand why they probably wouldn't want to go that route but you know you got to everyone too. exactly so I guess we'll see um but yeah let's move into the last piece of news that I want to talk about today well this is kind of a two- fold news so first we talked about a while ago that um they were going to be, coming out with the snyder cut a snyder director's cut of justice league um HBO is going to come out to hbo max it's actually going to be four hours so it's going to be a four-part miniseries this was originally announced that they were going to do some pickup shots and some finishing cgi it was announced as 30 million dollars that they were going to be doing that at well it comes out they're actually they are giving zach snyder 70 million dollars To completely add new storylines, he's actually reshooting with some of the actors. Ben Affleck's coming back. Henry Cavill's coming back. Jared Leto's Joker, which was not in, in the original Justice League, he's coming to film some stuff. So it seems like not only is this like, a what his version of the story would be it seems like he's taken some time over the years since it's been released and thought of all right maybe this wouldn't have worked the way that i thought let's see we can we can do some new stuff to it. what do you think about that jb to put in 70 million dollars to a movie that released like four years ago
1: what do you think about it they obviously must think that they're going to make some money off of this um and to be honest with you if there is any genre that can pull off a stunt like this, mm-hmm. it's it's the comic book genre because the fans, I feel, are, even while I'm not necessarily... A fan or a hardcore fan, mm. the fans that they do have are hardcore. They are loyal, and the fact that they're they're gonna know like, oh, we're bringing back some people, we're gonna have some new storylines. People will absolutely go out and watch. Now, obviously, depending on when this is gonna come out, if it's during COVID times or not, that will affect things. But you have to think they're not gonna release this shit until after COVID. No, so no, no, I no, think... no.
0: It already has a release date. It's but and it's not coming to theaters. It's directly to HBO Max.
1: Oh, it's direct. So here's the, the the question I have to ask is what it, I would love to know what the contract looks like, because obviously HBO Max is paying for the rights to, to um, put this on. So I'd love to know what that looks like, because it, it has to be something because why would they spend 70 million? The only money they'll be making off this project is whatever HBO is paying them, because um, well, they're not going to be getting any box office or anything well, like
0: well, that. Warner Brothers and HBO are owned by the same company. So. Warner Brothers owns DCN owns HBO Max so they don't have to pay anything for it. So so what in the fuck is the point of this? Subscriptions bro this is their streaming service. Oh, so the point right, of right, it is I'm is sorry I forgot HBO Max is a subscription
1: yeah. thing it's my yeah. fault my fault yeah so okay going back to what I was saying my apologies again I'm not I'm not with it with this whole thing but yeah we talk about Netflix all the time we talk about Amazon and there is nothing different here that they're putting out content and I really feel that Disney and I think you said this The last time, Disney's really dropping the ball with Disney+. And I feel like it's just there for the taking. If someone can go up and grab it, it's there for the taking new content and stuff like that. Disney, the only thing Disney has right now is the name. People know Mm -hmm. Disney+. Plus. Everybody knows Disney, the characters that they have, the movies that they have, but if someone could come out with new content and great content, they have a shot. Maybe that's this is one of their plays to start bringing it back their way. Well, that's the thing. The Disney Plus thing is so interesting because It's the
0: fastest growing streaming service by far. During COVID, it was it was trending that way before COVID. And it's done that without originals. Now, once they get their shit together and start coming out with high quality originals more, I really don't know if anybody can catch up. It's going to be them and them. and, And the fact that they own Hulu, too, like, don't get me wrong, there's space for a lot of streaming services to be successful in a way. But I don't I I think Disney is going to be firmly in that in that second spot easily. If they if they like they have Mandalorian coming out soon, we got uh, WandaVision, which is a Marvel one coming out. Certainly after that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming out. So it seems like the first year they proof of concept. Let's see what people are going to do without it. And hopefully now the money that they've gotten from those subscriptions the first year, now they're putting into making more originals. And at least, by the way, they got the the witches. I mean, Hocus Pocus remake with the original cast coming to, to Disney Plus. So they have content coming now. Um, Soul is coming there as well. So it seems like they've gotten that shit together. If they keep it going, if they can have a whole calendar year of con- consistent content coming out, it's almost theirs for the taking, bro.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's two big parts to that. Number one, like you said, they have to keep the content coming. And number two, it has to be good content as well, because if it's shit, people are going to, I mean, you know, people are just going to give up on it. They're going to watch maybe a season or two and then they're going to just be like, forget it. Um, And that's the thing with, with people these days, us in counting everybody. People are are so fickle. We are, this generation is so hard to, what's the word I'm looking for, please, because we have so many options. I remember back in the day, growing up in New York when I was a kid, on television forget cable regular television we literally had like maybe five channels to choose from like two three i mean two four five seven eleven and like like pbs and some shit like that now we have like thousands of channels to choose from so there's so many different options that if you're not having the right type of content and interesting that people will like they're gonna go on and move on to the next especially you know with whatever disney's charging i don't even know what they're charging these days but eventually The library that they have, people are going to eventually go through the library because I think a lot of people came onto Disney not for what's to come but for what they had, the library. Now that the library is going to be, we're coming on over, what, has it been a year now since they've been out? Over a year?
0: It'll be a year in October, I believe.
1: Okay, so by now. This is October, so yeah, I believe it's a year. So people would have probably, at this point, gone through a large portion of their old favorites when they were kids and nostalgia and all that. Now people are going to want to see New content, like um, I hate to I hate to bring this up, but it, it is it falls along the same lines. The WWE Network, when the WWE Network came out, everyone their mother was getting it. why mm-hmm. they wanted to see the old WrestleManias, the old this, the old that. But then after the library, they weren't coming out with anything new outside of the pay views, and little by little, the subscription started falling off because the new content sucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll we'll definitely see uh, how how it continues to go. And I looked it up; they actually launched November twelfth, so we're coming up on their first year um, since since they launched. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Right as of right now, they have over sixty million users. So that's huge. That's huge, man. That's huge. Now I like to see how much of that is like free subscriptions versus converted to pay. Like, what's right. their conversion rate? Um, because something that I didn't put on this list that I probably should have. Quibi has gone out of business. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, Quibi, uh, which was it, it was always like, don't get me wrong. Some and I've and I've read reviews of it. Some of their their content is really good, but I think what always hurt them was the ten minute thing, like releasing stuff in ten minute clips. I get it. We we live in a in a microwave society where people want to consume content and go about their business, but also the fact that they it was only available on the phone. Like, why in, in a day and age where people are streaming to Firesticks to Roku to whatever why not make your streaming service available on those that's that was an idiotic decision in in my opinion um the 10 minute content thing i think people could have worked around but when you when you force somebody to sit around these phones are big now but when you get somebody to force and sit down just on their phone and watch it it's like no i I can watch better shit on on the the tv so
1: exactly exactly i mean if you're a movie fan you want to watch shit on the tv you want to have like whatever you have you know your 60 inch or, you know, I can't like, I can't imagine watching a movie. Like I have a 75 inch and I can't imagine watching a movie like on my phone versus my 75 inch. It's just, you know, and don't get me wrong, there are some people that will watch on the phone, but I do think what you're saying is correct that played a large part in in people just dropping off. I don't think the ten minute thing is such a huge thing. I don't have any problems with that. It's the fact that it's going to be streamed on phone that's it's kind of crazy and
0: I mean, the fact is, is that there I don't and it wasn't the content itself like it, it that has to be the biggest I had some good stuff because it had it had exclusives from fucking Kevin Hart, fucking Lawrence Fishburne was in a couple and why he's not huge anymore, but like uh the Hemsworth brother um. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Was they had in the names. One. They they had names and they had big directors behind it. Like in in the budgets for it, I don't get why. Like over a billion dollars spent on something that barely lasted six months. It launched in April. This is October. It's crazy. It's crazy, bro. bro. Put 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 that Wait. shit in the. We could have came over with LimeWire. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, uh, rest in peace to Quibi. And uh, one thing that I do want to say to them is that they did pull the plug on it before they ran out of money. And the owner actually said, "Is I didn't want to waste any more investors' money. We can actually return uh, what was left rather than spend all spend it all trying to make it last and see if it could work. That's something that a lot of companies wouldn't have done. So hats off to no. them." The they would have ran into
1: the that. crowd and just be like, sorry
0: yeah sorry hey bad investment homie. um
1: right
0: but that's it that's it for news. Let's get into this review. We're gonna go ahead and play a trailer for the autopsy of drain Doe. I'll see you guys right after that. Was expecting. Can I see
1: one? Well,
0: no, no. What's that for? Make sure he's dead. Sheriff, sure. what happened? No ID, no fingerprints in the system.
1: For now she's a Jane Doe. He needs my help right now. 11 o'clock I'm all yours. Subject is in her mid to late 20s. Hair brown, blood warning now.
0: eyes gray. What happened to you? First, they bound her, then they ripped out her tongue, poisoned her, paralyzed her, forced her to swallow the cloth. What is that? All right, bro. So this is a f- movie that I was super surprised at you when I when I brought it up. And that's why when you were like, what, as soon as you text me, you were like, well, it's hard for me because we had two options to pick one. I've never seen either of them like my jaw. I'm like, you've never seen the autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, I love this movie, bro. Like, it, it's funny when you ask me if I watched it, because literally I've watched this movie five times this year. And this movie's been out for like four years. So I've seen it a lot of times. What did you think about this film overall?
1: I think J Nill was looking like a snack. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Um so Oh <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my necrophiliacs out there. <laughs> now, um, I forgot. It's not My Brother's Keeper. Uh, um, so, no. Nah, so, at the beginning, I'm like, here we go. Another friggin' Hayes movie. Uh, because I'm like, oh, God. But as the movie prolonged, which we'll get into it, I actually enjoyed this movie. But I have to ask you something, because mm-hmm. I did not look this up, and it was bothering me the whole movie. That guy, the father, I know that dude. Where is that dude from? No, because he's
0: been in a lot of shit, bro. That's Brian Cox. He's been in... Um... Trying to think of stuff I off see... the top of my head.
1: Because uh. when I saw him, I'm like, man, I know this dude and I don't know where I know him from. And I meant to look up his, the IMDb and I forgot.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm looking at this, trying to think if there's anything that I know for a fact that you've seen that he's that he's been in. Um, I mean, a lot of these movies. He's been in, he was in the X-Men movies. Um, He's in the Scooby-Doo movie. I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Uh, he was in Red Eye. He was in The Ringer. Um... I seen Red Eye, but I feel like that's not where it's He's from. In the I'm gonna go identity.
1: It. The ring he was in. He was in the ring. Yeah. I, I don't remember him from there. Maybe it's he was from the, the ring.
0: Yeah, he was in. Uh, what was his character in the ring? I don't remember off the top of my head. He was in Braveheart when he was younger. No, nah,
1: I, I don't even remember that movie. I know it's with Mel Gibson, but I don't remember. But um, I like the fact too. I like uh, the fact of the the whole movie is literally in the morgue, or yeah. I don't know what they call one that. I piece. guess the morgue. Yeah, yeah, one set piece and um. Let's start talking about just the the atmosphere. I know this is probably a lo- low budget. I didn't I didn't check what the budget was on this, but I think they did well for you know. I mean, literally, they had what maybe four people in the whole movie, five people in the whole movie. I think the yeah. the father, the son, the girlfriend, Jane Doe, and the sheriff. Yeah, and then you had the it was somebody else at the end of the movie, but that you know that's no big big deal. Somebody who came with right, the sheriff right,
0: right. on the but um, true true true. Yeah, so it's fairly small cast, but the, and this is this is what. I love about horror right it's the tone the tone of this movie yes. carries it through throughout the whole like you feel it like you feel like something even before the crazy his- shit starts happening you f- you feel unease and it makes sense like and what did you think about the acting in this one so we got emil uh hirsch and brian cox as the two main characters the father and son co- coroner combo um i don't know man like i don't, I don't even know re- really where to start with this movie without like Hey, AKA, we're going to get into spoilers at some point. So don't, don't be afraid. But like, let's see what, when this movie started out and we get the right. Jane Doe coming in here. You said another haze, which you say that, but every movie that I've ever picked for this podcast, people love, except you. You just, you're just a fucking crotchety old man. And I, sometimes I think honestly, bro, you do that shit to be opposed. Oh, I'm just going to be honest with you. But, um, what did you think? Like, so you said, when did, when did it kick in when you were like, you
1: know what, we, it, we may have something here. Um, I would say... I would say about 10, 15 minutes in. It didn't take too long. I mean, it honestly didn't take too long. By the way, um, not to jump around. I know where I know this dude from. As soon as I looked at IMDb, uh, it's a new show that I started watching. I saw the first season, and it's it's had good praise. It's a show called Succession. I don't know if you've oh, seen it. Oh,
0: Succession is so... He's
1: the, he's the dad from Succession. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so anyway. um, Yeah, I would say, like, the first... 15 minutes, and I will say obviously spoilers here. Um, I had a feeling. I, I was telling my wife, I'm like, you know what? I have a feeling that chick is still alive. Because <laughs> just by just by the way things were going, like especially when they were moving around her bones, and when the, it, it, you were kind of getting that feel. But the thing, the number one thing I love about this movie is the pacing. A lot of times you'll get horror movies where they shoot their wat too quick or they take forever. Yeah. The pacing was perfect and the build was perfect. To the climax, you don't really get that a lot these days. But I just thought the pacing was was amazing and the atmosphere. Like you said, that uneasiness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and the the actors in this movie play it off so well where it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like when they first crack open her body and they see the black youngs and he's like, I wouldn't have pegged her as a smoker. And he's like, she could have smoked a thousand pack of cigarettes a day and it wouldn't look like this. And then they're they're going through more, and he's like, "Well, what would she look like on the outside if if it reflected the wound she has on the inside?" And he was like, "She'd be mush, basically." And you know, you it, it, it seeing them work through it or whatever, even before the craziness starts, it, it gets you engaged because then you start thinking, "All right, well, what the fuck is going on here? Like, is the did the person who killed her is that coming back?" Like, so and then as as it starts building out, we still get more of the 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 lore and stuff, and they start finding out like putting pieces together and didn't they pulled something out of her lung or whatever and it was that was kind was of was a, yeah, a cloth or something or a and ear then he, something then like he that pulled it out and started looking at it it was just everything you said it pacing right pacing and not and and adding and it just builds and it builds and it builds and by the end of the movie you're so in get enga- you you're like you're tense because you're watch you're in there with the characters like so what, what any anything you got uh left that you want to say on that
1: yeah, so another thing, we a lot of times complain about movies being short. This movie's about 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 eighty about an hour and 20 minutes or so, right, taking our credits. We sometimes complain about, oh, an hour and 20 minutes, how can you do anything? But the way they did this was, yeah, in the first 10, 15 minutes, they're, they're, you know, you're getting to know the father, the son, mm-hmm. what they do, the girlfriend, etc. But once it starts, it's just nonstop. Mm-hmm. So when you do a movie like that, where you're getting like an hour of straight go, 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 if it's an hour and 20 minutes, you don't mind because you're on this roller coaster, like that's going up, up and up and up. And then when it goes down, it's just nonstop going down for an hour. Yeah. You know? So, so I was okay with it being an hour and 20 minutes. I know sometimes we complain about the length of the movie, but I was, I was okay with that. Yeah. And before the craziness starts, like we get, we get
0: the the cat being fucked up. Right. And that was your first sign to, okay. Stanley. Yeah. It got, got fucked up. It was all bent, bit the fuck up too. Um, and What do you think about the fact that we never really see Jane Doe get up and fuck anybody up? Did you think that, that was going to come at some point?
1: Yeah, I did. I did, actually. I, I thought that's exactly what's going to happen. She's going she's gonna to be the one to kill everybody, and we're going to see her physically, but the fact that they didn't do that mm-hmm. I think was a better way to go, because it's still like... It's sort of like, a what the fuck? She's still laying there yeah, and all this shit is still happening. So I think the fact that they did that was a better route to go. Definitely. What do you think about the special effects in this movie? The little bit that they had? What do you think about it? Mostly practical,
0: I would say, too. It didn't seem to me, if anything was cgi didn't really stand out which is always good what did you think about the, the little bit of special effects you got in this
1: movie? yeah i think it was like you, you used the perfect word practical i don't think anything was over the top or like oh god this is unrealistic or <laughs> well you know cgi is there i think everything was even like when they were kind of cracking or open and stuff like that these are things that happen when someone is is, is doing an autopsy yeah. so i i was okay with the with the effects um i was okay with the a- acting there is something i have a huge problem with which we'll get to towards the end okay. um I do believe your and I's rating are probably going to be a full point to a point and a half off. Okay, and it's because of 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 what we're going to talk about a little bit later. Okay, so when 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 they
0: start figuring out that she's healing herself slowly, and and basically she's healing herself off, at not really kill because she didn't kill a lot of people in this movie. I don't I don't know what she's healing her, what she's using to heal. Her. Is just for freaking them the fuck out? Like I, who knows what what she's healing herself over um and then you know at the point where the girlfriend pops up because we didn't talk about the girlfriend character at all um very much stuff kind of kicks into gear right after she leaves do you think at all because you know how they say like this thing or maybe i'm applying logic from other movies but like witches feed off feminine energy do you think that's what may have really
1: activated her this is just a complete headcanon not in the movie but what do you think Um, yeah, that, that could possibly be it, but you know, they didn't really give us any indication of that, but Mm. just outside the box thinking that could be a possibility. We know basically she was a witch. Um, they said the reason why she had all those issues was, you know, back in, they referred a lot to, um, like the Salem and, and for those who don't understand the, the reference, you know, I I don't have no idea what year this was, but they were saying like, Oh, Salem had witches Mm. and they were taking a lot of these young girls and they were, you know, kind of uh, for a lack of a better term, crucifying them basically mm. put you know because they thought they were they were witches and she happens to be one of the girls that I guess they assumed was a witch and they put her up a uh, kind of crucified her and that's how she had the broken ankles and that's how she had all this torture done to her because they thought she was a witch. She was burned alive. Which we, right? Yeah, exactly. So what? So you say you had a
0: problem in this movie. What? What's? What's the problem here?
1: So as I'm watching this movie, right, I'm telling myself like right now this movie is a six, six and a half to me, but it can go up a full point, point and a half depending on how this movie plays out. Now, how the movie ended? No problem. Uh, the, the, again, full spoilers. The, the, the everyone fucking dying. Yeah. I envisioned it that way. And I love that's how it ended. That there is no hero in this. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like was. Where the story went. I hated the fact that she turned out to be a witch. I felt like they could have had so many different other options than, oh, she's a witch. I felt like that was so anti climactic. Like, she's a witch. Like, that's the best you guys could have came up with. I wish there was been something better, like she was killed and her body was never at peace and like she was coming back to haunt. Or I know that's been done, but you know, I haven't really thought about like, okay, what's another route they could have gone. But I, I didn't feel the witch. Option that much, and for that reason, uh, there's a lot of movies that are great. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to the end, the most important part, of revealing why everything is the way it is, it ca- it kind of falls flat on his face. And I, for me, uh, being the witch, I didn't I don't really like that. What do you think? What are your I, thoughts so on that? So it
0: didn't bother me because that was basically, and if they were trying to build it, like let, let's say that that reveal happened in the second act, right? And then we get this whole third act where she's now animated and walking around and pulling witchcraft and basically Blair Witch Project or or Paranormal Activity type shit, then it would have been like, all right, you kind of jumped the gun here. But because it was just kind of a way to like bring all this home at the end and they didn't really have to follow up on it much afterwards, it didn't bother me as much. I can understand why it bothered you. I'm not saying that I don't. It just didn't bother me as much because... By the time they make that reveal, we're already
1: in the fucking end game. So it don't even it doesn't even really matter. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What if it turned out to be the kid's mom or the the guy's um wife? Because they mentioned her several times in this movie, and we never got any sort of payoff or or anything from it. What if somehow this was the mom coming back and and this was the mom's like I obviously I haven't thought this through, it just came to my head right now. I mean, with
0: what so the reason this movie works is because they don't try to add, they don't have to tell a lot of backstory. All they have to do is set up. So we know the relationship between the father and son and that the son kind of wants to get the fuck out of there. And he's, he's stayed around because they lost his mom. If they would have added all that, like that's when you start needing more time. Like the part of the reason and we talked about, you talked about the runtime. The reason why the runtime doesn't, isn't bad here is because you're in one setting with basically two characters. The third character comes in there briefly, but basically with two characters and, and the witch and when you start adding more motivations and everything you start getting too convoluted in my opinion well for for the runtime now if this was a another a 30 minutes another 30 minutes okay you probably could have executed that that well but yeah the thing the thing that bothers me about this movie as far as like the plot is that they found the body right and then it was alluded right. it's basically alluded to that they found her body and that they found it amongst other dead bodies or whatever, right? Did wasn't that what it was alluded
1: to? Um, I don't know if I heard that part, okay. Maybe, I don't remember maybe that. Maybe that
0: was me add, adding it in, but um, my thing is like, okay, so this body just ma- magically, like, what where did yeah, it was found at the scene of a bloody multiple homicide. That's that's where the body was
1: found, which in reality, she probably fucking killed everybody. But my thing is, if
0: she's if she's killing people, then to re to to rebuild herself, if you found at the at the scene of a bloody multiple homicide. Why is it that she wasn't completely active by then?
1: Uh, well, when you say active, what do you mean by that?
0: Because if she's healing herself, right? To oh, get up. Oh, okay. So if you tell right? me that she's healing herself off two people. It was just him and the son there the 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 girlfriend too. Let's say three people. But if you say it's a bloody multiple homicide, shouldn't she have been able to heal herself based off those multiple people
1: that that were murdered then? So this way she like heal herself before like the cops and she didn't even yeah. come all that stuff? Yeah, she should've no. already been no no why because how did she get her next victim so you
0: so so okay so you're saying that she heals herself and then
1: injures her and then gets re-injured again to do it all over again right let me tell you one key statement they made which i did like at the end and it was one sentence what did the cops say at the end of the movie get her out of here get her out of my town now when she goes to another town, they have no idea of what happened. True. What are they going to do? They're going to send her to another morgue and she's going to fucking kill everybody. Well, no, no, again. I get that.
0: But I'm saying if if they, they also said that she's killing people to heal herself, how many people, like, she should be healed. She should be walking around just murdering people at this point. Why, why is she not healed? Like, that line of she's healing herself based off torturing them.
1: The motherfucker should be healed by now. But then that's the end of the torturing. Oh, you're saying like just kill people, just go and kill people? You can just go on a killing spree at that point. Well, no, but then there's like the the romance of it is gone. I guess the romance, quote unquote, of it is they're torturing her in a sense by cutting her open and, and checking this and checking that. For them, it's not torture. It's freaking it's that's their job. But in her, like, I guess in her eyes, it's, she's being tortured. And then now she kills all the people. And then now she has to go to an, it's another autopsy. And then the, the process just replays itself. I guess there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of a, 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 a hole there. Cause at some point, don't you think they're going to say, don't send her to another town. And then what happens? Exactly. So there's a little bit of a, a plot hole there, I guess, but hey, what, 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 it, what it do you is. want for 80 minutes?
0: It is what it is, bro. The end, like you said, at the, by the end, everyone fucking dies. They make it seem like uh, the son character is going to get out of there okay. Um, and that the father kind of sacrificed himself to it. And I would almost like to, to see him get out of there and not die. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like I Don't get me wrong. I like the grim endings. I like the endings where you don't have a final girl or a final person, per se, because you can't always defeat evil. But at the same time, like let him get out and get the fuck out of Dodge and then the cops show up like what the fuck happened here?
1: I guess the reason they want to do that is because then in my head or your or any viewer's head, the story's done here because the guy Uh, the kid is obviously going to tell him everything that happened. With the kid dead, the camera stuff burnt up, there is no evidence. And by the way, this cop is fucking a moron. Because you see all this shit, you're saying to yourself, you've known this family for 20 years. Because the way it looks is like the son went nuts, killed the father, killed his girlfriend, and then killed himself. He jumped off the thing. That's the way it looks. But you're saying you know this family for 20 years. Won't you do a little bit more investigating?
0: You would think. You would think. And you know, I mean... If you know some like I I haven't even known you 20 years, but if some shit pops off and you're like and they're like JB snapped and murdered 15 people, it's like what the fuck? Like, no, something, something something had to happen. First of all, that would
1: be a sick TAS episode number (laughs) one.
0: Oh man, don't go Chris Benoit on this, bro. Don't go I (laughs) know.
1: Imagine why, like, his for like Eddie Guerrero and fucking, you know, all these dudes were like, what the hell? You never really know, though. You never know. Yeah. Um,
0: but I mean overall solid film. It's, it's one of those another one of those films where it's hard to really break down and talk too much about because you kind of have to see this all atmosphere, right? I mean, we can talk about some of the scares. What was your what was your favorite scare or, or jump moment in this in this film?
1: To be honest with you, I didn't really have I feel like a lot of I don't feel to me, I don't feel like they had jump scares. I feel like a lot of the things that happened were very calculated. Mm-hmm. You kind of you kind of saw it coming. But even though you saw it coming, I don't feel like it took away from the effect. Sure, I didn't jump, but it didn't take away the feel of the movie. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't really, um, I don't really, I can't think of any jump scares really. Or I think the most "what the fuck" moment for me was when the dad in his head is killing the freaking the ghost or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it's supposed to be, and then it turns out to be the girlfriend. The girlfriend? Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Yeah,
0: definitely. Mine, mine was when all the corpses were gone. Mm this creepy This is like it's like you said it's not a jump scare or whatever but could you imagine working it first of all me working in a morgue by myself at fucking night is never gonna i work in a morgue but it's not gonna be a fucking night by my goddamn self first of all secondly could you imagine knowing you walk in where there was at least five to ten dead bodies and they're all fucking gone and you've already been dealing with creepy shit all fucking night
1: Yo, this is totally off topic, I guess, but I'm just going to tell a quick story. When I moved to, you know, for those who don't know, I I now I live in Port St. Lucie, Florida. I used to live in Fort Lauderdale or sort of Fort Lauderdale. Anyway, I was looking for jobs closer out here because I didn't want to drive so far. And that's a whole nother story. However, I saw an ad in the paper. And for those who don't know, I've done sales forever, like sales management and et cetera. I saw a job for sales. When I call them, it was actually a funeral parlor. And what it is, it's like all funeral sales. So you're like selling plots in the cemetery. You're selling caskets Mm. and you're going out on the field. And I was like, it was paying really well, like with commission, everything really well to start i would say you're probably clear like eighty thousand your first year and i'm like do i really want to do this though because this shit is like those are the jobs that like you do it and then the person goes fucking missing or some shit and i was like i'm good with that and i told i told the guy i'm like listen he's like oh you have um experience you'll be a manager we'll give you your own team i'm like i'm good i'm good
0: just hey, couldn't hey gotta protect your peace bro because i couldn't be at peace doing no shit like that i fuck there's no fucking way hell um yeah but uh,
1: the, i guess final reckons for this movie bro what you got i'm gonna go ahead and give it a 6.5 i would assume you're gonna probably give it a 7 to a 8 no a 7 to 7.5 if i know you as well as i think you do i think i do i'm giving this an 8 this is uh, the i for modern
0: day horror you don't get stuff like this anymore for all the reasons you you gave you get you get uh, either it's it's all about body count or it's about gore, how the craziest ways you can kill people. It's very seldom that we get movies that set tones, and that's part of the reason why I like Evil Dead that we talked about earlier so much because it gives you everything. It starts off with tone, it builds up, and then it gives you fucking gore to fucking finish the movie out. out. But uh, I really did enjoy this movie for the story that was told. This is one of those movies that honestly, I feel like if this would have been like a short novella, it would have been a great read. So my nigga just said novella, <laughs> novella. The fuck? novella bro oh. <laughs> but yeah I thoroughly enjoyed this movie 8 out of 10 for me um, yeah that's it bro I respect that I respect it yeah.
1: I, I, I mean if I really sit down and think about it I could, I could bump it up to a 7 um, again the reason why I, I had a feeling you'll give it a 7.58 and the reason why I can't get there is only because of that whole the witch storyline I, I just didn't feel that you know I'm not into fantasy slash whatever the right sci-fi whatever the hell you want to say it's never been my thing i know i know i know that's not so that's and, a whole video. I, and i
0: have I, I was actually preparing the whole video because that's bullshit and you know why because a lot of the movies that you do like are sci-fi and and like sci-fi. what bro you S- fucking S- like you fucking love nightmare on elm street somebody attacking your dreams is science fiction bro but it's not fantasy maybe fantasy that is is fantasy what are you talking about it's completely it's like fantasy like, i'm talking
1: about like fantasy with like fucking like lord of the rings type fantasy
0: bro that is see and that's and that's what i mean bro like you you are the one of the most interesting people in the world because you let cert, you let your your definition of certain words take away from the movie that's in front of you. Because science fiction is so much more broad than just it's like you, you immediately hear science fiction and you go to Lord of the Rings and you're like, Oh, I don't want to watch it, it's science fiction. Where ninety percent of science fiction movies have
1: are nothing like Lord of the Rings. Or Harry Potter. That's or what I'm Star saying. Wars. They're nothing like that. Yeah, I guess you can, yeah. But I guess you could. I guess for the true definition of science fiction, well, if that's the case, fucking every movie is science fiction. No, I mean it's let's be real. Not
0: every movie, but like for example, you like Inception. Rookie Inception of the Year is, is science. Inception, science fiction. Science fiction is something that's not real. Rookie of the Year is science fiction. No, it's, no, no, it's not science. Science fiction is not something that's not real. Science fiction is fiction that's based on actual science. That, that's so it's not. It's not that it's just not real, because that's fantasy. That's where you you get. You get separated into. So fantasy is different from science fiction. Science fiction can be, hell, anything that's based off any form of science, whether it can be explained or not. But but the, the basis of the movie is in science. That's a science fiction movie. Okay, Professor Hayes. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> You got to so You gotta, we got coming up. You got to lay off this curmudgeon thing, bro. Like seriously. You got you got First novella, now curmudgeon. Like Damn! You, 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 this is the second time I've called you that. But you seriously, just bro. Dropping them $25 words. You got you got to get it together, bro. You got to stop being such a hater and just enjoy a movie. Like you're a fuck We started a movie podcast. What did you expect, bro? No,
1: I'm not I'm not hating at all. I'm just I'm telling you what my opinion is. Like for example, I know you hit me up last week, and you're like, yo, you got so much hate off of what you said from the thing, and I was okay with that because I'm just the whole reason of this is you we're saying what we feel and and that's that's just true me, That's my opinion. And I'm not doing it for smoke. I'm not doing it for whatever. It's just that's just how I feel, but no where it comes in at bro, that
0: your words like word and it wasn't that you caught like if you had called it trash and then you bet you said the reasons why you hated it, but you literally said the movie was trash, right? and then said. That basically, your only real problem was the first 15 minutes and then you loved it after that. That's not trash. Well, how long was the movie? That movie was 50 minutes. Uh, so basically, like one third of the movie was was garbage. But th- but, but bro, do you understand how that that's that's like sensationalism? Like that's almost like like using harsh words, and it comes off as like, okay, what do you really mean? Because for you to say something is tra- adamantly say it's trash, but you loved a big portion of the movie, you use the word loved, it's like alright, so is he just saying, like, and I know you, so I am don't think this is critiques coming from me, I'm saying no, no, no. for people who don't know you, it's like, it comes off as disingenuous because it's like, alright, how is it
1: trash, but you loved a nice portion of it. Well, there's, there's aspect. I don't think I loved a large portion of the movie, there was aspects of the movie that I liked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, just as a, as a film fan, it's very hard to find a movie where you're gonna love 100% of it, or even hate 100% of it outside of maybe child's play because I because oh, I can't find even one thing that I like about that movie there's but nothing redeemable
0: of, about that movie at all
1: right but outside of that every other movie I, I'm able to find bits and pieces but I think you can have a movie maybe trash might have been a little too harsh but I can f- see movies where I think they're not great movies but still find bits and pieces of it that I like
0: yeah I mean and, that, and that's, that's a being a film pundit right because I think as as people who actually love film and love movies, there's there's more than time something good, whether it's a a role or actor, how they did their role, where there was a certain storyline, where there was a certain theme you can find and pull something out of it that you like in most movies, I, I de- especially with as many fucking movies as we see.
1: So That's another thing I was going to bring up. Like, I feel like a lot of these movies where we're, wa- we're watching mm-hmm. together, if this would have been three years ago, I would be like, oh, yeah, cool movie but I think because of this process of us analyzing so many movies mm-hmm. and I know the same thing is happening for you. When we look at these movies, it's not just, Oh, we're just watching a movie. Now we're looking at things like cinematography, pacing. You think over like two years ago, I was talking about anybody about pacing of a movie. <laughs> of course not. You're talking about the action, the dial, yeah. like the, the lines from the movie, but I think we're looking at things a little bit differently in a good way. So while yes i mean i like certain things you mean i like certain things i'm still able to see the good out of it so yes i apologize maybe trash was too harsh maybe i should have just said i didn't like the first 15 minutes and keep it at that <laughs> hey
0: hey say you bro hey, the smoke is uh, every all publicity is good publicity so fuck it if you bring smoke fuck it we're gonna we gonna face it head on. Together, we're brothers. So fuck even if even if I don't agree with you, I'm I'm always gonna ride with my brother over over random. So you ain't never gotta worry about that, bro.
1: Well, bro, we got that beard to keep us protected.
0: <laughs> All right, man. So what we got coming up next, we actually have is it the craft Crash? that's coming up next? Yeah, they're actually dropping released, on Halloween. It, it no, no, it released today, the 26th. No, no, we're we're dropping yeah, it on yeah, Halloween. Yeah, we're dropping it on Halloween. So that movie actually released today. I'll probably be watching it with my Daughters tonight. Oh, wait. Or is it the 28th? It's either yeah, it's tw- the, 20th. the 28th. Yeah, it's the 28th. Okay. Right. I was checking
1: to see if today's the 28th. Okay. Today's the 26th, I believe, at the time yeah, of this recording. Yeah. So, yeah, it it's, the 26th. Dropping on- so it's
0: dropping on the So, it's dropping on the 28th. I'll be watching it either that day or the
1: next day after. Where is that
0: dropping, by the way? Hmm? Amazon? I believe so. It's either Amazon or Hulu. Oh, give me a second Okay.
1: Yeah. So, um, I looked at it the I looked at it the other day, and I was just trying to see the cast. No one kind of really jumped out at me, but yeah, I think it's Amazon or Hulu, one of those streaming yeah, things. And
0: it's, it's Blumhouse is involved in this, so we'll see where really? that goes. They're involved um, in everything, these days. bro. Like if, if if it's a horror movie. Matter of fact, I went back and I was like, I wonder if the autopsy of Jane Doe was a Blumhouse movie because it was only made for six million dollars. Um, so it, it seemed you- like it, but no, it wasn't a Blumhouse. Movie. Uh, what What What's the Do you know what the box office for that was? It, did, it never came it out. Twice. It never came out in theaters yeah,
1: what so. was the release what did they do for release um i think it was
0: all vod bro there in
1: 2016 that's very interesting yeah. that's kind of early for vod yeah, so it, pr- was-
0: it premiered at the at tiff the toronto international film festival in september right. and it was released on v vod uh december 21st 2016
1: wow i didn't even know vod was a thing in 2016 like that i'm mean, interesting
0: if yeah, VOD's been around for a while, it's just that it wasn't like that was the that it was the throwaway movies. It was just the throwaway right, show. right, um, the, the B rates. Yeah. yeah. So but yeah, and uh, this was distributed by IFC Midnight. So IFC, I yeah. Um Right. But yeah, so that's it. We got the craft coming up next. I'm really excited. I actually rewatched the original craft just to kind of because it's been so long since I've seen it and I had fond men- memories of it. Maybe we'll talk about the original in a little bit in the review because going back and watching it, I can tell you I was like, what? Why did I fucking like this movie?
1: I like Robin Tunney, to be honest with you. Oh bro.
0: Back in the day. She's that ter- little dimple right there. It's terrible now, but back in the day.
1: Another another uh, another witch movie coming.
0: <laughs> But that is it, bro. Go ahead and uh, give him your social media. Let's get the fuck up out of here.
1: I can be reached on Twitter, of course, at the P1JB. That's at T-H-E-P-1-J-B. And Hayes will kick it with all the rest of the information about the podcast. You
0: can follow us. uh, You can follow me at CEO Hayes, H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at the film bros pod no just at the film bros jesus you can follow us collectively at the film bros you can send us any emails questions comments concerns the film frequency pod at gmail.com you can also search us on facebook the film frequency to be a member of the film family and join the facebook discussion group there we are one of the best podcasts around we're out this bitch peace peace We're yeah. yeah. yeah.